Hi. Happy Monday. This is Michelle Kinnan from Radically Selfish. Thanks for joining me today for my weekly power teaching. Um, today I'm coming at you live from Israel, from northern Israel. Hey Jess. Hey Daniela. Um, where I am in my in-laws living room. <laughs> The many uh, travels of Michelle are like uh, getting out of New York when the weather is like fake spring, right? They say it's spring, but it's gray, it's raining, it's even snowing some of the time. So we're visiting family in the Middle East and enjoying the sun and getting out of the frenetic New York energy to be in the frenetic Middle Eastern energy but it's different and it's good to have that kind of outside perspective because a lot of times when we get out of a normal situation or routine, it really lets us connect with something else inside of ourselves. And that's really what we're going to talk about today. The topic for today, if you've read my weekly email that came out yesterday, it comes out every Sunday, um, is on trusting your own authority and really connecting to your own inner wisdom. And this is a really important topic for me to share because so many gurus and teachers and um, guides out there are trying to sell you their version or their way or their answer for how things work, like the right way, the right path, um, how you can be more conscious or how you can be more happy or how you can be more wealthy. And, um, and look, in some level, we're all seeking these kinds of things clearly. That's why I get to work with my clients because they're seeking <clears throat> for something inside of themselves or there's, I guess, a lot of times seeking for something outside of themselves, um, <laughs> but you can find it a lot of the times inside. And that's also why I work with different teachers and mentors and guides too, because sometimes I feel blocked or I feel challenged or I feel trapped somehow or in resistance somehow and I don't know how to um, how to move forward and I think that's like a great way or a great reason to want to reach out and to work with somebody but we can fall into these situations where we give our power away and we it usually happens without us knowing usually we're so conditioned uh, to give our power away um, that we don't even realize it's happening and it's happened to me in past relationships with mentors, and that's why I'm so conscious about it when I'm working with my clients. And um, in a very timely and topical way, one of my um, followers, readers, sent me a question and wanted to know how she could, um, basically how she could tap into her own inner wisdom and her own inner authority and not feel like she had to constantly uh, search outside of herself for the answer. And what she has been going through is um, she has actually a lot of great opportunities and choices in front of her. So that feels really good because she went through a really hard period. And isn't that how it always is, right? We go through a dark night of the soul or something really intense and challenging and it cracks something open in us and around us to allow all these other new opportunities to come out. 
So if you're in that place, know that it's coming. <laughs> um, but what she was finding is that um, she had all these opportunities or all of these um, options, and she didn't know what to do. She felt like she had even like a crisis of choice, right? And that's like such a first world problem. We can say we can like belittle those sort of situations and say like, oh, you know, poor you, you have all these options out there. Um, but this can happen, this kind of crisis of confidence within ourselves can happen whether we have many options or whether we have very few options, right? I mean, we've all been in situations or in times where it feels like we don't know what to do. And so what we have learned totally, you know, um, not naively, but innocently, right, is of course, like, why don't we ask the people around us what they think? Or why don't we hire somebody to tell us what to do, right? So consultants and mentors and, you know, the whole self-help industry and all that jazz. Um, but what happens a lot of times in those situations or what we don't even realize is that we actually have the answer inside of us already. And so what we're actually seeking for when we go out there is we want somebody to help us figure out how to get like deep in here and find that answer and like find what it is that resonates with us the most and really is our own inner truth. But it's not that simple <laughs> because um, what happens when we ask other people for advice is, um, is that other people, no matter how good their intentions are, whether they're our family or whether they're our teachers or whether they're our best friends, whether they have the best intentions possible, the only advice other people can give you, the only thing that other people can tell you is what is best for themselves. So even if they're so well-meaning, even if they want to tell you what is going to be the best for you, they can't because they're not you. Only you are you. And so only you know what is the best for you. But what happens over time is we lose our connection or our ability to connect with that part of us, our inner guidance system, our inner wisdom, or we lose our trust in that inner guidance system. We lose that trust in our inner wisdom. So actually, the answer is always there, but over time, if we've chosen to ignore that voice or that guidance, or if we have decided to let the volume of other people's opinion and wisdom overshadow and be louder than our own inner voice and inner wisdom, we create this sort of disconnect between what we know is true for us which, from what we know is right for us. And instead we start to disempower ourselves by relying on outside sources and outside people for the answers that we're seeking. Hmm. And I've been there. And sometimes I still go there, right? We're all faced with tough choices or we're all faced with many choices, and we wanna make sure we're doing the right thing. We're afraid to make mistakes, or we're afraid to lose out on opportunities, or we're afraid that we're gonna do the wrong thing and we're gonna get punished somehow, as if there is a wrong thing, as if any choice that we make wouldn't 
allow us to illuminate something else or lead us further down a path where there is no one path and there is no one answer and there is no one way of doing things. That's the beauty of this life is that it's, it's a game. It's a game and it's, um, it's something that we can just be curious about and play with and have fun with, but we've forgotten that because everything's gotten so serious and so heavy and, um, hmm. and we've been playing by a different set of rules. But we don't have to play by those rules. We don't have to play the way that past generations have been playing. There's other ways to do things and that's what all of my talks are about that's what all of my emails are about is reconnecting you to that awareness and giving you tools and trainings and options and other ways of thinking so that you can reconnect with your expert inside because the only person that knows what's best for you is you and so, of course, we can work together, right? Of course, I have one-on-one -on -one clients, and I'm launching my amazing Do You group at the end of this month, which is all about <laughs> helping women reconnect with that inner fire that's lighting up what they want, right? Reconnecting you with what you want on the inside. Because once you are aware of that, once you have clarity on that, something, like, wakes up in here. You know, you have like a different energy or a different way of being. You have a different motivation for doing the things that you want to do because remember or think about what it's like to operate from a place of shoulds or have tos, which you can hear me, I'm like, meh, meh. <laughs> versus I want. And ooh, this is juicy and this is fun and this is exciting for me. You can see like the difference. You can probably feel that in your life. Okay, but all around us are going to be people or influences that might not agree with us. And I know this from personal experience too, that it's not that when I make a decision or I have an opinion, everybody just falls in line with me. I mean, wouldn't that be easy? <laughs> wouldn't that be fun for me? But no, that's not what happens in, in all reality. I'm going to be totally transparent with you, right? Like, even though... I'm a master manifester, even though I know how to get all the things that I want in my life, it doesn't mean that everybody else believes in the things that I believe in or is aligned with the thinking and the way of doing that I'm doing. But I had to make a conscious decision about who knows best for me. Is it me? <laughs> or is it my mom? Or is it my best friend? Or is it my husband? Or is it a teacher? A mentor that I'm paying to help give me guidance ultimately it's me so if you're working with a mentor or if you have someone in your life that doesn't give you the space or the freedom to make those decisions on your own to get to that place on your own I want you to stop and think about the implications for that for a minute because other people will only tell you what's good for them and you don't know what their motivations are excuse me, those motivations might be very different than your own motivations. Some of those motivations, like in my family, a lot of the motivations were about safety or were about security or stability. And because of that, I grew up with a lot of stability in a way, in many regards, that, you know, a refugee 
coming to this country didn't have. So they had different priorities. So their intentions created different actions and ways of thinking that created different results in one kind of lifestyle. And there's nothing wrong with that. That was their choice. Whether it was a conscious choice or an unconscious choice, that's the way that many members of my family chose to live. But me, I had different intentions or desires for my life. And it wasn't only until I woke up to those intentions or desires that things started to change for me. Because before, when I was living according to other people's authority on how to live, on what success looked like, on, on, on how life should look for someone in their teens, 20s, 30s, 40s, what's the right thing to do, I had this feeling deep inside that something was always missing. Do you ever have that feeling? Like it was like my whole 20s was like FOMO over and over and over again, no matter what. <laughs> so it didn't matter what I bought and it didn't matter um, where I worked or what promotion I had or how much money I was making or who I was dating or what party I went to. It always felt like something was missing. And so I had to look at that. Now, in the moment, I didn't consciously look at that because I didn't know all the things that I knew now. I just knew that like, it didn't matter what I got or what I achieved or what I bought or who I hung out with. There was something inside of me that just still wasn't fulfilled. And how I'd been doing things was according to somebody else's authority on what life is supposed to be like on timelines, on how old you should be when you get married or have kids, or even if you should get married or have kids, and on what kind of shape my body should have been and what my hair needed to look like and makeup and body hair and whatever. You know, it was all somebody else's rules. And again, those rules came from the best intentions, the best places possible. My family wanted me to fit in. You know, we weren't from this country. They wanted life to be easy for me. They wanted me to feel safe. They wanted me to have money to have all the things that I wanted or have certain experiences. They also, for themselves, didn't want to have to worry about me. So those were their intentions, but in reality, it took me stopping. Stopping looking at them, looking at something outside of myself as the authority in order to make it different in order to create a life that truly felt genuine and fulfilling and abundant and full of joy. I had to do that for myself. We all have to do that for ourselves or else we're living according to somebody else's authority. Of course, we need to choose to do that because we we're raised from children. Somebody was always looking out for us. And now we have to look out for ourselves if we want to live lives that feel good from the inside out. And that's it. It's as simple as that. Now, how do you connect with that authority and how do you give yourself permission? Well, this was really hard for me because I am a busy lady 
and I'm a New Yorker and I love to run around and I always have a full schedule and I'm always getting involved in like different projects and stuff like that. So it is a mindfulness practice where sometimes it's easy to get confused or to um, feel the pull between what you desire and what other people desire for you. And how do you know what's right or not? How do you know, how do you give yourself permission to put your desire first, to prioritize yourself? How do you learn to trust that the things that you want, deeply want, I'm not just talking about like a piece of chocolate here and there, but like the big things that you really want in life, that because you have that desire, they're meant for you. It's relevant for you. It's some space opening up inside of you and for you to go after a dream, a vision, a wish that's going to change your life, that's going to change the way that you exist. And my answer is a little simple. <laughs> and the answer is about getting quiet. Because this reader that wrote to me and asked me, how does she know, how can she connect to her inner wisdom? How can she do what she needs to do? How does she know if she's making the right choices? It was like she, she felt really disconnected from what she knew in her heart or in her gut as right. But the truth is that we always have the answer inside of us. Now, sometimes it might not be the answer that we want to hear. Sometimes that answer might be different from the logical answer. Sometimes our desire can inspire a lot of fear in us or even resistance because it can be in opposition to what we think is like logically the correct thing or to our conditioning about how we're supposed to live or operate. But your job is to be your best friend, is to be your biggest ally, is to support yourself. And the basis of doing that is by just listening, right? Think about your best friend. Think about if your best friend had something that they wanted to share with you, right? Something special, something secret something that they're afraid of like telling the world but they're gonna tell you because they trust you and they know that you'll support them <laughs> so that best friend has a space to share what it is that they want and your job as the best friend is to listen so the way that you tap into that inner wisdom is really truly simply by listening so how do you listen? So, okay, like I said, I'm busy. <laughs> I'm running around. My head is full of stuff all the time. Sometimes all it takes is just sitting down and taking a breath. Sometimes all it takes is asking yourself a question, which is, what does my inner guide have to say about this? What do I know is true? What would feel right for me or what would feel the best for me? These are all questions that you can ask yourself. Think of any question that you would ask somebody else for advice. What should I do, right? That's like the basic question. Have you ever tried to ask yourself that and then actually stayed to listen to the answer? Try it. 
Yeah, we can do it now or you can do it later, right? So for those of you that get my weekly email, you have this practice in your inbox. If you don't, you shoot me a message and we'll make sure that you get on the list so that you get these free weekly teachings and you can practice them for yourself. But it's so simple. It's that simple. So people that are like selling you crazy systems or, you know, mystical answers, sure, I mean, there's logic and knowledge there too, but these things are really simple. And they're about honoring yourself and creating the space to listen to that voice that's already there that you were born with. It's your intuition. And sometimes it's a voice. And sometimes it's a feeling. And you get to tap into that at any time you want by talking to it, by asking it, by honoring it because you're recognizing it. And that's what you do. And look, I know this is not logical. I know this is not what they teach you in university or in like board meetings at offices. And that's okay. <laughs> There's different ways of doing things. And if you want to connect with your inner wisdom, if you want to learn how to trust your own authority, you have to create the space for it. And you have to invite it to communicate with you. And you can do that as easy as talking to it. So think about any question that you would ask an expert or an authority. Like if you had the Dalai Lama in front of you and you wanted to ask the Dalai Lama a question, <laughs> think about what that question would be and then just ask yourself, which might sound crazy, but what you're learning how to do, what you're teaching your subconscious, what you're teaching your soul, what you're teaching your insides is that you're honoring those parts of you as a trusted authority. And you're making a decision to look at yourself in that light and to give yourself that kind of power instead of bleeding that energy and looking outwards for the answer or the truth. Now, the next step after that is sticking around for the answer and the answer might not come right away and that's okay. Sometimes it takes time for the right answer to come up. Or sometimes there's so many answers. Or sometimes there's an answer and then fear and then backtalk. You trust the process. You continue to ask yourself the question. You ask yourself the right question that you need to hear so that you can get to the point, get to the answer that you want. And then you have it. And this is a practice, okay? So you're going to do this over and over and over again. Trusting your own authority is like working out a muscle, right? You're going to have to invite this voice to speak to you over time. You're going to have to teach this part of you that you honor it and that you recognize it and that you want to invite it to be a guide in your life. You know, when people say they're talking to their spirit guides or their angels I don't know always what they mean. I know when I'm talking to God or to the universe or to my spirit guides, I'm asking myself a question. And I'm creating the silence and the space for whatever transmission needs to come through to come through. I don't really care where it comes from. I don't have an expectation or a need for it to be something necessarily cosmic. I just need to know that I feel good about where my answers are coming from. 
And as long as the answers are coming from inside of me, then I have all the confidence in the world. Because if other people don't like what you do, if other don't pe people don't like who you are, <laughs> if other people are critical of your choices, that's okay. We're not doing it for those people, even if they have the best intentions. Sometimes they do, and sometimes they don't. Ultimately, at the end of the day, adulting, <laughs> consciousness, <laughs> is about standing up for yourself. Is about being true to yourself. And in order to do that, you have to hear what yourself <laughs> is saying. You have to recognize and connect with what yourself thinks is important what yourself needs you to actualize. Does that make sense? What I'm talking about? I'm just gonna read a comment here. So someone was posting about what happens if we make a decision that our family or friends think isn't smart and then it doesn't work out for us. At least we know we gave something a try and we can feel an integrity with ourselves and course correct if we need to. Yeah, I think that's really important what Sarah posted about integrity. Because again, when you think about authority, you give authority respect, right? You give authority the kind of credibility, like you believe in it, you trust in it. And we've seen authority figures that make mistakes. It's okay. But we respect people when they're real and when they go after what they want and when they're authentic and when they don't try to hide or pretend that they're perfect. That's not what life is about. That's not what respect is about. So bring those same rules on yourself. Think about how you would treat an authority figure that you really respect and admire and want in your life and learn how to be that and bring that to yourself. Because we have all the answers inside of us already. I didn't know what that meant for so long. <laughs> but it's true. And the more you can amplify the volume, the more you can open that space to hear what it is that your inner guidance system is telling you, the more preference and importance you give it, the more grounded you feel, the more true you feel, the more in integrity you feel, and the more confidence you have because you know you're doing the right thing. You know you're making the deep relationship with self that's going to propel you energetically and actually towards a life that's fully in integrity with what you know is right and true because it comes from someplace deeper and so if you're feeling like you have FOMO or if you feel like you're living a life for somebody else if you feel stuck if you feel like you know what you shouldn't do, like Danielle is writing right now, but you don't know what you should do next, then it's only because you haven't truly listened. You haven't truly created the space inside of yourself to hear the answers. And if you hear the answer and you're afraid, give it time. Because sometimes what we want can be so contra to what everyone else tells us is right or safe or um, or approved by like society or whatever. 
your job. Make the space. Create the silence. Ask yourself the question. Treat yourself with respect. Listen to what's there. And then you can decide what you want to do next. And it's all about you, no matter what other people think. And if you make it about what other people think, then you're always going to have FOMO. And you're always going to feel like you're missing out because you're doing it for somebody else and not for you. Does that make sense? Great. <laughs> so if you're looking to connect more with your inner confidence, with your inner voice, with your intuition, which is the same thing as doing you, making yourself the priority, that is what my mastermind that's launching at the end of April is all about. I'm talking to women now that are interested in joining this very small live coaching group. And if you want to be in it, if something resonated with you today, if you're looking for new ways to access this inner wisdom and desire, shoot me a DM, hit me up on email, hellyes at radicallyselfish.com, on Instagram, on Facebook, and we'll set time for a one-on-one -on -one call to see if it's right for you. I loved talking to you today. You can practice this teaching anytime during the week, anytime you're stumped, or even anytime you're doing something that it just doesn't feel right or it's not like giving you the feels that you want. <laughs> you always have the option to ask yourself to turn to yourself as the authority. So notice how you're treating other authorities outside of yourself that you respect and that you admire and learn from that, right? We all know how to do that. Turn it around and start treating yourself as the authority so you can build that trust relationship with your intuition and with the deep inner wisdom that you were already born with. All right, if you need anything, I'm always here. Um, and I am really excited to continue these lives. I do them every Monday at 12 o'clock Eastern and through my emails. So hit me up and connect with me. And I look forward to working with you and to journeying on this amazing lifelong <laughs> path together. Have a great week, everybody.